Hi, and welcome to the Dewing Grain podcast. Dewing Grain are independent and local grade traders. From seed supply to harvest movement and storage contracts, they can offer you the best strategies to achieve the highest prices for your harvest. Each week on our podcast, we begin with the Dewing Grain Market Report, giving you up-to-date information and analysis, followed by Farm Chat, where we catch up on agricultural issues with a guest or two while sampling a beer. Andrew's favourite bit. So let's start with Andrew Dewing and this week's Market Report. Welcome to the Market Report. What follows are my thoughts or gut instincts on what the market is going to do. It is not an instruction to trade. Any decision to trade is yours. Market report for the 1st of February 2021. So we move into a new month and it's as wet as hell over here. Last year, if you remember, it was wet, wet, wet. And that's not just the pop group. It did actually suddenly at the end of February turn from being soaking into being marvellous conditions. There's no guarantee that's going to happen this year. So I think it's, you know, we, we must be cautious about trading on new crop until we get some certainty in some good weather. It does always turn warm, it does always turn sunny, and the crops do look good at some point during the spring. So we will all feel better, but the underlying reality is the forecast is a little bit unkind in the foreseeable future. And there's floods in South Norfolk today, which is not a great place to be starting from. With that in mind, in the last two or three days, the Chinese, who obviously have stated they had a marvellous harvest and they didn't have any problems, they're quite happy with their supply and they've got fantastic stocks, they've suddenly bought more tonnage in a two to three day period than occurred in the great grain robbery of 1972 when the Russians bought lots of wheat off the Americans. They've bought over 3.1 million tonnes in literally a two day period and that has made markets go up. They're buying commodities from Australia, a country they said they weren't going to be trading with. They've got cheap wheat to trade. And uh, as I say, they're hossing into the corn market as well. So it's very clear that the information that came out of China about the size of their harvest was possibly not accurate. They've got a little bit of a history on a number of issues, as we know, of not being completely straight with the facts. So Donald Trump's going to be the new president shortly. With that in the background, it's very difficult for, for any markets to be moving in a downward direction. We've seen that the peak a couple of weeks ago, and it had the dramatic drop, which we talked about last week. It has kind of stabilised, come up a diddy bit, or gone sideways in this week. Underlyingly, it is very, very hard to buy physical wheat from farmers. We are finding lumps of it out there. There is bits and pieces, so there will be stuff to trade, but it isn't going to come out very easily because, as I think I said last week, it's a game to a degree. Anything above 200 is a win, so you can kind of, you know, flick the ball around the pitch and show off a bit. And I don't see the downward pressure with underlying markets around the rest of the world still quite firm. So if you take a value of X farm feed wheat at point of recording, and bearing in mind the market is moving two to three, pounds on a daily basis up and down march we we would pay 204 and then add a pound a month to that so it's pretty steamy stuff if you look at feed barley that is worth about 162x for spot that's been a very healthy trade lots of business has gone on it seems boats they seem to sporadically trade sometimes there's lots of buyers and and they're trying to cover the boats the next minute you know there's the fob markets disappeared and we're not so aggressive and you sort of feel a little different i don't think i'd mess around forever with feed barley in the 160s i think i'd get on with it that's my view i don't think there's that much more upside to it harvest looms um once you get out of the spring and you get new crop barley from other parts of Europe quite early on. So don't mess around too much with that. 
get your barley put to bed. And there is a very big price drop into new crop, don't forget. So let's just, you know, let's be realistic. It's come from 120 to 160. That's a good rally, better price than we budgeted, put it to bed. Oilseed rape back up near as damn it to contract highs spot rape 380x taking you with the bonuses well into the 400s happy days these are these are these are great prices don't see much weakness in that market either certainly the soya and the rape markets although they're off the top or the soya is it's still very much near the top and having seen a bit of a price correction people have to ask the question which direction does the market go next and everything today still feels pretty friendly or more importantly doesn't feel like there's that much downside to it not for the foreseeable future so it's a very positive market report 100 percent of 2021 we've come in with a bang the prices have been buoyant going up 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 yeah we are in a great place when it comes to reporting amazing prices to you lot my market chat this week is going to be with my daughter Lily. We had a lockdown. I think I explained this at the start, but basically Lil very kindly was sitting there and I thought, I know, it's either me talking incessantly to myself again or the boys. And I thought, there's Lil. I'll force her into doing a podcast and ask her how it's, you know, where it's at with the with the kids of today and all of these issues that they're supposedly facing. I think it was, it was an eye-opener to me, so I, I hope you enjoy that. Thank you for listening. Please remember that any decision to trade on this opinion is yours. The Dewing Grain app will keep you updated with real-time industry news, data analysis and insights into the market, giving you all the information you need to make informed trading decisions. A commodity selling feature enables you to source prices and receive direct offer notifications informing you on what Dewing Grain are looking to buy and at what price. Search Dewing Grain on the App Store or Google Play to download and with all of these features in your pocket, you'll have more time to sit back and listen to our podcast. To set up a trading account with us, call 01263 731 550 or email info at dewinggrain.co.uk. And now it's time for Farm Chat. Right, today, lockdown 54, we obviously, last lockdown, I did a little uh, interview with my family. This time, I've, I've singled one of them out. So I've got Lily, my 16-year-old daughter, who's going to just do a little podcast with me regarding how it's been in the last year and, uh, you know, education and all of the stuff that goes with it. And I'm going to find out whether I'm woke or not. So hi, Lily. Hi, Dad. <laughs> right, first question is, am I woke? <laughs> I better not comment on that one. No, you can. You can. Um, you can tell me if I'm not. I mean... I'll be really surprised. What doesn't make me woke? Let's help you. Where do I go wrong? This is when the family starts falling apart. <laughs> no, well, woke is... Do you know what woke means? Yeah, it means um, if all goes wrong, blame it on your mental health problems that's been caused by someone else. It's never your fault. And like, you can have a hundred genders. Yeah? See, this is why you're not woke. <laughs> okay, let's... Let's start again. Let's go back to in the last year, you did your GCSEs last year and the exams were demolished, weren't they? It didn't happen. Yeah, um, obviously because of the pandemic, they couldn't have us in. We couldn't do the exams. So they told us, well, Boris announced it and we just got predicted grades. OK, were you happy with that? Extremely. <laughs> and why is that? Because I suck at exams. <laughs> Yeah, well, okay, so result. I mean, has it damaged your mental health? What, not doing exams? No. No, good. Well, my point, my, my point is that on the TV all the time at the moment, one of the reasons I've asked you to come on is 
I keep watching the television and on the television there's people on whatever time of the day it is news and they're repeating the mantra that there's hundreds and hundreds and thousands and thousands of people with extreme mental health issues due to... So if you, my argument is if you tell lots and lots of children that they've got mental health issues continuously, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yes, there is inevitably going to be all sorts of damage for people who live in very difficult circumstances, but I think the media is being incredibly irresponsible to just keep repeating it out loud it's almost like you're not normal if you haven't got something that you can you know do you see what i'm saying yeah in there's a condition that's very common within medical students when they're learning about all these different diseases i can't remember exactly what it's called but basically the rundown of it is they learn about a new disease and they think they've got it so it's, I don't know what it is, it's a, it's a psychiatric thing where they'll learn about this new horrible it, disease and go, oh, I think I've got that. But I think a lot of that is because of, like, that's kind of, ha- I, I guess that might be happening now. I, it hasn't really happened with me. But, you know, so, with your, within your friend group, have you got people that are crashing to the floor in all of this? Because it, it's, it's obviously a very, very serious issue. If they have been really struggling, I haven't, I haven't had any, well, I mean, I don't know if they complain to it to me, but I haven't really talked to anyone who's had that. As far as I know, I don't know anyone who's okay, well, got, that's, that's, well, we've all got problems, haven't we? That is the point. You know, back in the day... It was oh the first Here we time. go. <laughs> yeah, back in the day, if you had something that wasn't quite right and you said it out loud, you just like ribbed mercilessly because, yeah, what, what are you moaning about? What on earth you pull yourself together, sort yourself out. Could be mm. worse. Well, could be worse. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there must be people who, you know, grade A students who are aiming for the top, who may well have been graded down and who might have missed a university place. The whole university experience has gone out the window for lots of people. That, I mean, that's awful. Yeah, I keep getting emails to sign up to virtual university experiences I'm ignoring them what I shouldn't do but what is a virtual <laughs> I don't really experience? know I haven't really looked at them but it's so um... do you want me to stock the fridge with lots of cider <laughs> I get emails from my school, my college, saying with all these sorts of things to do, and it's like apprenticeships and university. I, I don't know if they're, it's an application or something. They really want us to get in. They get into that kind of stuff. They're pushing us towards it, but it's very difficult to because you can't go to one of those conventions or anything. You no. can't. I don't really know what they're doing for the virtual one. I have a feeling it'll be rather boring. Well, obviously, you you know you'll have the dream job in time with the you know the grain <laughs> trading. Oh yes, is that must be a dream family tradition. Must be it must be a dream. What, be in a family of grain traders? <laughs> yeah. yeah, well... Obviously. <laughs> it's all right. It's a bit of a flex to say that your dad partially helps to make Maltesers. <laughs> in very indirect. That was my party thing at, at primary school. Oh, great. I was How loved be for that. <laughs> well, we all like Maltesers. Yeah, OK, there's, that's possibly a small segment of my life. But, yet, I mean, joking aside, you know, what is the root... For you, we're always supposed to have this as a grown-up conversation as I'm the adult and you're the child, but we've kind of touched on it. Is you know, at the moment with the current environment, is uni the way to go, or is it apprenticeship, or is it what what are you what's your gut instinct at this at the ripe old age of sixteen? <laughs> yeah. I for me personally, I feel like university I don't think I'm gonna go to university. Right. Um lots of your age group are now beginning to turn their back on it aren't they yeah i think so but i I don't know because a lot of people are obviously still going and despite what teachers say about oh it's your choice they do try and push you towards going a lot they don't say they don't leave it up to you so much they always give you different things to look at and they also make sure you sign up for this 
Make sure you sign up for this. And it's like, yeah, because I, I don't, personally, I don't, I don't, I don't think I'm going to go. Okay, I mean, that's uh, your career. In the end, you'll end up with a career and you'll do something. A career means you do something with your time. Yeah. And it really is what you aspire to do. If you're going to be a vet or a doctor, then you're going to need to go to university. So you're not going for those two. Yeah, I'm. that's that's one of the reasons that I'm not going to go. for. So the, the things that I want to do, i.e. creative things, mm-hmm. Um, like photography or art or illustration, whatever. Yeah, grain trading. Um, yeah. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> I don't need a university degree for it. Obviously, if I was going to be a marine biologist or something, I'd need to have a degree, but I don't need one for what I'd like to do. Well, all the best grain traders haven't got degrees. Oh that's, a, that's a fact. You know, it's a historical <laughs> fact. Which many of the listeners will recognise as being true. They, they've come out of uni and tried, but never quite cut it. But that's my own chip. <laughs> anyway, so... so but what I'm trying to get, you know, we, we keep hearing about damage that's being done to a generation. You know, does it all seem black or am I, you know, is it, I mean, you, there's lots of things you are missing out on, aren't there? You can't, you can't go out, you can't go and see your mates, you can't go shopping, you can't travel. There's, you know, what on earth can you do? do well, you... I mean, to be completely honest, I never did a lot of those things anyway. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, you know, it's because you, you'd like to gain the benefit of this phenomenal experience that your dad is giving you in terms of knowledge of things like Monty Python and... Oh, yes. A proper education. Yeah, thanks, Dad. It's great. Thank you. <laughs> no, but, you know, no, yeah. joking aside, without that social side of college even, you know, there's going to be things that you would have done at Christmas time. There's You're forced to go and endure and see someone fall over and make a fool of themselves and everybody laughs and, and all that stuff, as long as it isn't you. You know, do you think you're going to, I don't know, miss out somehow? You, you're saving your embarrassment for a, a, an older age or something? Because you have to go out and get it wrong a few times before you kind of get comfy yeah, in the skin. Yeah, I mean, it does... In the sense, because I never really, because I'm quite like an introverted person in the sense that I don't go out a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm not like probably most of my generation mm-hmm. in the sense, well. You spend your life on the internet. No, oh, not necessarily. No. But it's, it. I never noticed, like I actually, I do miss going to see friends. Yeah, it's, it's kind of weird just not being able to you're stuck see with us. You're stuck with, you know, yeah, Tessa and that's, I. That's the worst. And little sis. <laughs> Luckily, you're such a pleasure at all times and so <laughs> helpful around the house. But oh, Get it from you, Dad. <laughs> yeah, I cook tea, sort of, tonight, <laughs> in a burnt sort of way. But no, it's, you know, it's a concern. I can't, all you can say is that, you know, I don't have to spend my time snarling at suitors knocking on the door, do I? Because you can't go out to... <laughs> Who? <laughs> Who are you? Yeah. Mm. I'm Kevin. What do you want? <laughs> Come to pick up Lily. I don't think so, spotty boy. <laughs> Go away. <laughs> I'll be really nice, really. Dad, that was my teacher. <laughs> <laughs> Go away again, okay. spotty boy. That's, that's that's wrong on every level, Mr. Teacher. <laughs> He's going to help me with my maths exam. Oh, all right then. Yeah, no, I haven't got to do any of that, which is rather disappointing. I was quite looking forward to that bit. So we have, we've, you know, I've missed out, in fact. That's the point, isn't it? You know, you're not you're not fulfilling your job as a difficult daughter, which is a bit you haven't got the chance yeah. to. Yeah, no, I haven't. Well, I'm not. You weren't much in danger of me doing any stuff, <laughs> anything like that, because yes. I mean, <laughs> losers unite, you know. <laughs> oh dear! Right, okay. <laughs> Moving on swiftly. So, when do you think we'll be out of lockdown? When do you think you know? You listen to the news, you hear all of the uh, you know stuff. What do you reckon? I love it. To be, I think we'd all love it to be over by the end of the year, at least. You don't think that July music festival? I like well, Glastonbury's cancelled this year. But you, you know, that's the sort of thing you're missing out on, isn't it? Yeah, that, that, that's the, uh, that's like that sort of stuff. Because I was, I was 
just before sort of just getting into being well, a normal teenager. Well, next summer, because you know your your birthday September, so you'll be driving until the autumn, which yeah. means you know, so summer twenty twenty two. You kind of hope that's got to be up and running. Yeah, well, I mean, because the age I am, sixteen, seventeen, eight. That's that's the age I think. That's mm. the sort of because obviously like. 20s very important as well but 16 17 18 i'm not an adult yet or no not, i was 18 i am but 16 17 i'm not an adult but i'm still doing that sort of stuff like with music festivals and everything and it's sort of prime age before 20s and i'm in the house but yeah. i'd realistically i think lockdown in like proper that what what we're in now Mm-hmm. I don't think it'll be... I think I think it'll be... It's April. really difficult to answer. I think there'll be a bit of a breakout in April. Schools will go back. Mm. And I think we'll have, you know, there'll be blips. But it, but the, with the summer, with the, you know, the last summer, the, the virus was knocked back considerably by the warm, sunny weather. I think we'll have another knockback. And I think people will have a pretty wild summer if they can get away with it. Not yeah. necessarily in, in, in enclosed places, but lots of outside parties. But lots then, of, but then again, that's going to make it... I think, go up if people are trying to make the most of it, I guess. Yeah, but I, I think that means, you know, that it'll be a balance, won't it? There'll be less of the of the virus around in the summer, uh, probably, and it, you'll be able to have outside functions where the sides of the tents are up and it's a warm. And I think at yeah. that point, people will, will just go nuts if they get half a chance to. It's just yeah. to blow out the cobwebs at the very least. That will, yeah, yeah, people will get really carried away, I think. Yeah, which is... which is natural i think i think that we've got it all built up and it's it's yeah gonna, well, don't right, i've got some other questions you know with the the younger person's version view of what happens next right donald trump <sighs> go on sum it all up how do you feel about old donald i am not a fan okay for numerous reasons one of them being his supporters <laughs> the fact they are that's a it's quite scary, people. really. A lot of people to write off 74 million people i know i obviously obviously i'm not with the whole of the whole supporting area, but I've seen a lot of evidence. Right. I'm going to call it of you know the people. You know, they're the sort of people who you just hear talk and you go, "Wow!" <laughs> you, I'm you, sorry, you, the education system <laughs> failed you so badly. Okay, you see, <laughs> your political correctness is uh, is is inherited. Okay, next question, Greta Thunberg. She is amazing. I think I haven't heard from her actually. She's just turned eighteen. Bloody hell! Haven't you met the head of the United Nations yet? Oh, Lil, honestly, I know. I'm really disappointed. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) I think there's a. She obviously she's amazing. She's an icon. She's like. But but there's a point where she's done so much amazing things. I know, and she's around my age to my generation. I there's a point where I no longer sort of see her as my age in a way because well, she's, she's much achieved more. like god standard she's yeah. like this it, she, she's going to be amazing. very prominent as the years go by and yeah. i mean and and the climate you know she'll be, i don't think she'll spend her entire life saying i told you so but i think she'll have an opportunity to do that if she chose yeah i mean it's lots of you know carbon usage the biggest user of carbon now is the internet i don't know if you know that did not know yeah, that. Yeah, all of the cooling things and all of the oh, you know, to cool memory, technology, all of the, yeah. you know, the amount of, of activity on the internet. The younger generation are very good at going, oh, it's you lot, you know, which, which we've done it all wrong and had the cars wrong and coal fires and blah, blah, blah. But the biggest user of energy now is the internet. Mm. And that is an issue. 
it is an issue, but we have to use the internet. Like, it's not like we can all just drop it because a lot of things are now based on the internet. So I have, so my school, 90% of it is based on the internet. Well, I, I worked from home on the exactly. internet, looking at my in my virtual screen, keeping out for the pandemic. But it's very, I, I it's insanely that. useful, isn't it? That's, I guess, the problem with this sort of stuff. Like, it's really useful and it makes our lives so much better. And in a lot of ways, it's essential for especially the internet. Which is the best, I'm going to you know, jump around here, which is the best social media platform nowadays? That's a matter of opinion, I think. Obviously. Um, in, do you mean... In the sense, Facebook, which Instagram, do I prefer? Yeah, yeah. What's your? Which do you think is lame, and which one do you think is? Well, I don't really think cool? any of that. Well, I think the one that everyone's on now, the one that I think of, the one that everyone's on is TikTok. Okay. And that is a because that what there was this one called Musically in like 2016, and it got taken down mm-hmm. or something. It was other people lip syncing syncing to sounds and mm. things and then tiktok came in 2018 isn't tiktok chinese i don't know it might be I, I, I can't really remember i think i looked it up once everyone's on it everyone if you say tiktok to someone of my generation they'll immediately know what you're talking about okay yeah i've seen tiktok yeah know, yeah but i don't and, and people are using it to do all sorts of things like it's not just creating things that are cr- like like creative mind and the way of expressing yourself but it's also people raise very serious matters on it and yeah there's a whole lot yeah. of stupidity as well there's a lot there? of stupidity there's a and lot desperate, of stupidity des- and there's so many people millions of people all over the world desperately trying to get that golden moment yeah you know which yeah great but it isn't again if you spend your entire life trying to achieve that that isn't going to get you anywhere is it it's like winning the lottery just by luckily having a bit of film or something or doing what like likes or yeah, I don't know. Views <clears throat> or whatever. What makes, what, attention. What, what makes you successful? Having two TikTok successful things and getting lots of adverts? I don't know. <laughs> how does it work? What? How does TikTok work? Well, you know, you put a video on of yourself miming to something. Well, it's not just that. A lot of it, yeah, a lot of people actually just talk about things. Okay. Uh, um, so you'll have so the Black Lives Matter movement mid twenty twenty was a huge thing on TikTok. There were l- hundreds and like millions and millions of people mm-hmm. making videos on it. Everything from like sort of music videos to art installations to just people talking about current matters. And it's a very TikTok is a very good, not necessarily good, not uh, always good, cool. but it's a very influential. Everyone, anyone can talk about something, and there'll be someone who'll agree with you and like a video but so if you're if, saying wrong so, yeah if i want to make a comment yeah about something what would i do, what do open you a tiktok account well a comment about get the vid get my little camera phone on my face and go but it's like the in uh, yeah but then get the in, the internet can be and then post it out place. there with a title well i suppose so yeah it's but there'll be there's people who there'll be people so say a trump supporter for example yeah or someone with questionable views will come on and make a video that's either like offensive or something, and someone might be able to make a video attached to that, like a duet or a stitch, is what they call it. Oh, Ooh, yes, with the kids um, <laughs> down the street. I've heard, stitch. I've heard. I don't really know. <laughs> duet. So you just <laughs> a I mean, duet. So their, their their video and they say can things join like this person it? is like like express your own views in a way. All right. So someone shout out shouts somebody else, and the first bloke comes back and shouts them down again. You end up with just people. Well, shouting not always, but it's this is very difficult to explain to you. Look, it, to me, it's hell in a handcart, isn't it? You know, in the end, you've got everybody mm. shouting their opinions, and some of them are completely and absolutely wrong. Yeah, false. no, completely. You know, for example, anti-vaxxers. 
Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. You oh. say that, but there's there's a whole lot of issues. There's, there's certain sections of our society that are anti-vaccine. And they're saying it on TV that there's a certain section, but they don't actually say this is the certain section. They just because they daren't. And this is where I'm I'm not woke. I'm not correct, but. You know, if you have a society that has got to try and kill a virus, then the whole of society has to do that thing. You yeah. know, for example, smallpox yeah. and uh, what was the other one? Polio. And not knocking on everybody's door as that video we saw the other day, that TikTok thing. Yeah. It is, it is not there because everybody got immunised against it. And now we've got sections of our society who, through their hearsay, through their lack of trust, through their lack of doing what the government says, are not going to be vaccinated which jeopardises the whole of the population. Well, it's like in... At what point can you call them out and say that sector of people are not having it done? And would you be not woke to do that? Anti-vaxxers in America especially, they say, this is before coronavirus and everything, they say like the just the flu vaccine, there's that big thing of, oh, it, it causes autism and I don't want my child to go through that. And it's like, there was one study that has now been disproved yeah, no, absolutely. that said it they did a, an and millions guy. and millions of others that haven't. Yep. And it's just the fact that people cling on to this one thing. He was wrong. He was completely and absolutely egotistically mm. driven to come up with something in the Lancet that proved him to be a clever clock. And he was wrong. And the damage that man has done to the world is immense. We've now got measles coming out in all parts of the country. It's going to possibly break the herd immunity because, because morons don't get immunised for MMR. Yeah. And because it was wrong. Fake news. It's bigger today because you've got more people, Donald Trump-esque, who put fake news out there. Things that yeah. aren't true. That's, that's, that's the problem. That's my problem with it all. This this social media storm. Everyone lives on their phone. They get sucked into the zone. Yeah, because you obviously say that. But when we're on our phones, we are not ignoring the rest of the world. We're seeing the rest of the world. We are... It's not just we're watching like funny little animals dancing around <coughs> on our screens. We're That's seeing, oh, yeah, this is Perry. <laughs> <laughs> He's a carrot. Um, no, but it's like with TikTok, I learn so much on there, and obviously some of it is wrong because some people don't fact check things. But you'll get people who people don't fact check if someone sounds convincing enough about the product they're selling. Yeah. Seventy-four million people follow Donald Trump not because he was saying something that they actually they thought about it, they disagreed with. He delivered it in a way that made them believe that's what everybody was doing. This is what you should feel. That's it. It's about feeling. It's about selling a product. And he absolutely nailed yeah. them. And they kind of blindly went, "Oh yeah, I think that too." They, yeah, they would vote for him no matter what. And that's well, it's a good. The worst. So on on TikTok on. Yeah. Facebook, on Twitter, on... Whatever. Yeah, Twitter's a big thing as well. Instagram. I'm not really on Twitter, but <laughs> screenshots or photos of tweets will find their way onto, if I'm on Pinterest, if I'm on Instagram, mm. if I'm on TikTok. It'll be talked about. Twitter's big. I think TikTok, Twitter, Facebook isn't such a big thing with younger generations. No. Facebook is now mom. has now got the... It's your mum, isn't it? Yeah, Facebook yeah. is now the thing of the... It's the mum app. It's what mums yeah. go on. I agree. But... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Twitter, Instagram. Oh look, <laughs> look it's, no it's a it's a meme of a minion. How exciting! Do I press like now? <laughs> yes, yes, mum. <laughs> you just sent it to Granny. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but yeah, those are the big Twitter, TikTok, Instagram. In my opinion, those are the big three mm. of social media. Everyone, loads of people are on it, and loads of people are seeing each other's views, seeing newsreels, seeing the rest of the world by looking at their phones yeah okay the bit that's missing mm -hmm. is the bit of world that you live in yeah here right now 
I mean, this conversation between you and I, no phones, we had a proper conversation, and there's no interruption, it's just us. And I think that the bit that goes missing is that bit, because if the phone is there and it's tuned in, ping, you know, oh, and you've looked, and then your mind is altered yeah. already. And that's that, forget you, you're pretty good, but there is, you see it all over the place. Yeah. People absolutely absorbed in, in what I call the zone. Yeah. I think we've flogged that one to death. I think, you know, I'm going to say, you know, I wanted to get you on here because there is an issue for a whole generation of kids. You know, you're obviously living this, you're, your GCSEs are, you know, joking aside, yeah, you've got predictive grades, that's fine. You're at college, you might not even get exams, in you know, while you're at college, if this continues. That has has to have an impact on employers in the future. It has to have an impact on what you've learnt, how you learn it. There's an awfully large amount of compensation that's got to occur in each individual to kind of adjust to working with other people because you've locked up in your room till your homework's finished, like, like we make you do. <laughs> <laughs> but, <clears throat> no, a little locked up in your room by choice. It's you know I, I'm conscious of the fact that it, it's not healthy in the long run, is it? You got your horse's nose to stroke, but that's about the end of it. <laughs> I think with this sort of online schooling thing, one thing it's done is it's completely ruined snow days for the rest of the generation of English of, of everyone's children. There oh. will be no more snow days. Snow days are. Well, you know, when it gets snows yeah. and schools are out, and you... that won't happen anymore because they'll be like, oh, it's great, we can just do it all online now. <laughs> I never thought of that. Yeah, well, yeah, at no. least you don't get an ice block that's been held in someone's hands for 15 minutes before they lob it at you to oh you cut God, the back. Oh, my God, that was... And not, yeah, there's a whole load of, like, you know... Flashbacks from oh, that, primary school. That, I don't think that was a snowball. I think that was actually a brick. But, yeah. <laughs> and hey, some... you got brain damage. Shut up, Kyle. <laughs> so I'm going to ask you some... I'm going to I'm going to leave it with just to prove that we, uh, we don't just discuss grain trading issues at the end of the day. I'm going to ask you some questions, right? Do you think the wheat price is going to go up or down in the next three weeks? Knowing nothing about this topic. Obviously. Just say one or the other. Up. Okay. And what about malting barley? Um, one or the other. Up. Just, okay. And oilseed rape? Hmm. Down. Okay. And <laughs> finally, crude oil prices? Down. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. Okay, if you're right on all four, I will... Pat me on the head. <laughs> and give you a packet of Smarties. Thank you. <laughs> Lucky guy. Anyway, Lil, uh, you know, thank you very much for doing that. We'll edit the bits out. Terrible. So it's just you talking. Just <laughs> Hopefully, obviously. No, I thanks very much. I'm sure everyone will realise how grown up you really are. Oh, yeah, I'm so mature. If you beat me in real life, I'm just like this. <laughs> but, but I think the editors have got a bit of work on their hands, haven't they? <clears throat> anyway, with that, Lil, thank you very much. Thank you very much, Dad. That's all right. Right, well, for a quick uh, a quick beer, we've just, just listened to the wise words of Lil, who's my interviewee this week, and I've got her big brother with me, Henners. Hello. So I, you haven't heard what Lily's got to say yet, so... No, what, what was she uh, talking about? She's really grown up. Um, wants to be a grain trader. Does she? Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, that'd be four of four of you, all grain traders. <laughs> yeah, I can't get the universe by twenty fifty, shouldn't we? Right. Anyway, so your job is beer drinking. I went in there and said, right, who's who wants to do the beer tasting? And Josh, just for the record, went, no, I can't drink beer. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> yeah, he can't handle it anymore. Can yeah. he? <laughs> oh boy, we got a real lightweight one. Anyway, today's beer is one of the beers that David Wright bought. It's the last. It's um, it's nano. Bot. Yes, Beaver Town is the brewery, and this one is Nanobot. It's two point eight percent, and it's meant to be a super session IPA. Super but session meaning you drink lots of it and don't get drunk. I guess so. Time. I mean, what two point eight percent? What could you have? Maybe four of these, maybe three of them. Yeah, and be legal. 
I don't Maybe. know. I don't what, know. What, the legal no. what? Legal to drive, driving. Not, yeah. not that we're obviously it's advocating so that. Anyway, the point <laughs> is, what do you think of the can? Very colourful, pretty trendy. <laughs> it's, it's a hipster's beer, really, if it's from London, Frank. They, they make that in London. Is it London? Yeah. Are they, they London-based? Yeah, London, yes. Yeah, near Beavertown. Yeah, yeah, North London. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, nice you see this a lot, right? to be honest. It's a bit like Brewdog beer, to be honest. I don't, in the context of the taste, it's quite American, and it's uh, very hoppy. I don't... I, I'm not... Um, we haven't tried it yet. You can't uh, say you don't but, like it. Well... We haven't opened it, even. All right, but... We're looking at the I can. I think I've had it before. All right. Should I open it up? Yeah, you, you pour it out. Oh, live action. Right, let's see what you like at pouring. Oh, yeah, I see. Well, it's yellow, and we're very grateful for a free beer, and we obviously will give a review to every beer, but we're kind of sceptical on the basis of, A, the can, and B, it's, yeah. I mean, it's eye-catching can. It's pretty, it is actually pretty, yeah. I mean, it's different, isn't that it? That puts but me off, though. Does it? Yeah. Why? It's like... Far bit for me to say this. No, I don't know. It's like someone absolutely plastered in makeup, absolutely covered in it, yeah. and every you know all these crazy, very dark lines drawn all over the place. It is, you know, what's underneath all of that? You know, why do you need to be fancy? Can yeah, it doesn't matter if you're drunk though. Well, no, you don't want to get drunk on two point eight anyway, are you? But it's <laughs> no, like, I don't know. I don't see the point. It's I get the marketing aspect, and that someone no doubt was paid lots of money, or the you know the chief executive's daughter was given a job of designing cans or something, but. Let's pay us 60 grand a year. No, I, it should just say beer on it. Like Homer Simpson Duff beer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it would be a bit more simplistic, but it is a bit... I guess they're trying to make a bit of noise in the market. I don't know. It's a pretty, pretty competitive market, isn't it? But I... Um yeah, I'm not the biggest fan of it either, to be, to be quite honest. Right, let's, let's do it. Let's let's try. We've already prejudged it. We might love it. Yeah, I don't love it. <laughs> it's, uh, right. it's sort of that, citrusy or something. It's really citrusy. That's actually... A, Better than I thought it was going to be, but I think that's probably the lower la- alcohol content. It's very kind of, of um, David to bias this. Thank you. But I don't love it. I like good old-fashioned stuff. Like those, you know, the, the recent World Top ones have been very good. And saying that, in that box, there's ones we've been avoiding, like Marmalade Stout and so on. We've got to go through that one of these weeks. And on a Friday morning, that's a bit of a tough call, isn't it? <laughs> this is at least easy to drink on a Friday morning. Yeah, Friday morning, exactly. What is the time? 11. Yeah. I don't mind it. It's. Uh, I definitely would never choose that. I'd never pick it. And, and I, if I was buying a bit at 2.8%, I just don't really see the point in it. It's just don't drink. Yeah. But frankly, I, I quite like flat ales, like Grinking IPA or Woodford's Wherry or Doom Bar. I'm not the biggest fan of that kind of stuff, but a lot of people love it, and that beer is coming more and more popular. Well, that it's, kind of it's popular in lockdown because I suppose it's a pretty can and, the, and your missus buys it or something. But, I mean, when we finally get back to going to the pub, when do you reckon that'll be? Oh, Easter? April? Do you think so? April until probably October and then back into it again. I think it'll become the norm now. What, of just every going winter? in lockdown every winter for a, for mm. a while. But summer will be like... In normal-ish, but I, I, was, I was actually listening. To, I got sent this video the other day, which was great. It was um, instead of a, a hot chat line, it was a, a pre-COVID chat line, and a guy calls up, <laughs> yes. and there's someone on the other end. Yeah, and uh, she's like, she's like, so tell me what you want, and he's like, well, just you know, tell me what it's like before pre-COVID, and she's like, okay, what's your fantasy? What, what's your fantasy? She's like, okay, I imagine go, this. I want to go to the pub with my mate. I want to go to the pub with my mate. <laughs> All right, you walk into the pub, and yeah. there's yeah. There's, you haven't got a reservation, but there's no space to sit. Right. Yeah. So, but you can stand at the bar. (gasps) 
And to wear a mask would be considered weird. And he's like, keep going. (laughs) And the football's on. Yeah. (laughs) Singing karaoke in the corner. And and you don't, they don't care how much spit is on the microphone. (laughs) And it's, uh, it's the dream, isn't it? But like, so when the pubs do reopen, we all want the time where you can go and stand at the bar again, whether there's seating or not. Uh, I I think, I think this summer's going to be you know a bit of a let off steam but I think in all honesty the 2022 summer I think we should be through we'll be at a point where you just can't keep locking down as as much and I think that will probably be the one where people go absolutely crazy music festivals you know Glastonbury yeah I'll be 29 then latitude can't blimey Jesus Jesus yeah yeah now that will be uh, I'm hoping that's I mean I, I think you've you get back mate. To... I'm going to be 60 <laughs> crikey yeah free bus pass <laughs> Except there aren't any buses in Norfolk. It's fine. No, every two hours there is. is and if you actually, if you don't, it doesn't put, come back. And if you don't, if you don't put your arm out, they drive past you. They're real bastards. Like, like, yeah, I remember when I used to have to catch the bus a bit. Yeah. I was waiting, and it would come every two hours. Like, if I didn't put my arm out, go straight past. It was like, oh god, like it's screwed. Yeah, no, it, it, uh, I talked about that with Roger Jones in South Walsham, and he said, yeah, we were talking about the bus shelter, and uh, he said, that's good, except we don't have buses anymore. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I think the Nanobot is a, my scale, sort of three to four. It's a nice enough taste, but didn't really do it. So, yeah, do you reckon Lil would like that kind of sort of thing? She likes her beer, and she loves Guinness. Yeah, she... Yeah, she's just, one of those I love Guinness. She went to Dublin and she had some Guinness in Dublin and she kind of, I think it has a, a, a memory link for her, you know, oh, so yeah. an anchor. So yeah, I mean, it's the same as everybody who likes beer when they first drink it. They don't really. No. But when you're like eight or nine, you're like, oh, I love it, Dad. Oh, really nice. I used to hate Guinness, but now it's great, but breakfast. Yeah, as years <laughs> after like forcing it down, you just learn, I don't know, you just love it now. Yeah, well, rugby tours is another point, actually, yeah. that we're running on. Rugby tours, you can't, they're, they're not happening, are they? No. Last one I went on was Malta, that was class, but that was two years ago. Will it happen again, Hen? Will you ever go again on a rugby tour? I hope so, but I'm being robbed of my ears at the moment. Yeah. So, we all love. Well, well, well rugby won't be played by as many people, will it? Let's face it, there's a whole breakdown, isn't there? This is, this is, this well, is... A lot of clubs have lost players, but North Walsham, where my home club is, uh, game, with game players... Me being one of them, coming back to them, and other players joining from other clubs and things like that. Okay. But yeah, we don't you haven't know. got any games. <laughs> we haven't got any games, yeah. Hmm. Anyway, with that, well done, everybody. We'll be back next week with yet more excitement. Thanks for listening. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to get new episodes as they are released and follow us on Twitter. We are at Dewing Grain. Call Dewing Grain on 01263 731 or email info at dewinggrain.co.uk. The Dewing Grain podcast is produced by East Coast Design Studio in Norwich.